TGIF, my peoples. Michael Patron here with Ashley P. Say what How's it up? Going, friends? Happy Friday. And this is your Friday edition of Show Me Motivation. Hoping we can bring some value to you uh, and uh, go into the weekend uh, with some good thoughts, making a difference, and being happy. So the first thing that I want to cover, and uh, we all experience this, and especially me being this floundering, floundering, excuse me, single man that uh, you know walks around aimlessly. Just uh, will you go out with me? And, you know, eventually, duck, duck, oh goosing my. it, and someone eventually says yes. You know, like you know, that uh, uh, I have the complete ability to help others meet someone, but when it comes to me picking, uh, just adamant failure. But hey, anyway, it is what it is. But it's always about words matching actions. And I think that from, you know, uh, even a a core family unit to a relationship, to your kids, to your parents, to your friends, uh, it's basically, quote unquote, adulting um, and kind of get, you know, where, you know, in your life, Ashley, where you know, words, uh, matching actions, and but, but more probably, probably not matching their actions, uh, you know, because they always say, you know, that the typical, quote, talk is cheap, you know, yeah. you know actions speak louder than words, all of those things, uh, which really reign true. I mean, you can say whatever you want until you're blue in your face, but do those actions match uh, what your words? So give me, you know, some, you know, if you have maybe a, a uh, family or professionally or however you want to articulate it something where the words have matched their actions which made you that made you super happy or uh transversely uh in words not matching their actions and how that made you feel and how you dealt with that and how you addressed it oh gosh um so i you guys know i'm a super competitive person i am all about like if you want to motivate me you just challenge me or tell me that I can't do something and so for me I am definitely a person who likes to see actions and I can tell you you know tell I'm blue in the face that I'm gonna do something but for me the proof's in the pudding like you gotta you gotta show up to go up is my saying and that's a big that's something that a lot of people in my professional space you know I'm sure you've probably heard that saying too but you know if you are if you're just showing up. Is right. Yeah. Battle. You got to put the money where the mouth is because if you're just, you're talk and talk all day. I mean, that goes back to me relating to like the boy who cried wolf. You can say you're going to do something all day long, but until you actually do it, then, you know, no one's going to believe you. But as far as like an example would go in my life. Oh, there's so many. Uh, professionally, I am someone that I lead a, a large team of women in my uh line of work and with that comes a lot of people that have different levels of gosh I don't even know what I want to call it um of work ethic I guess yeah commitment's a good one and the thing about that is is you got to really meet people where they're at if they don't want out of this business what you want out of the business and that's okay you know but if they say that they do then like I said the proof's in the pudding you've got to you got to put your money where your mouth is and do the things that you say you're going to do. And I'm not talking about temporary. 
you, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You have to be able to show up every single day or nearly every single day and do the things that you say you're going to do. Because if you don't, it, number one, it's going to discredit you because you're saying all these things and then people are going, well, you know, the results or her actions aren't proving that. And so why would we want to follow her or have her as our leader? Because she's not doing the things that she's asking of us to do. So for me in business, that is one thing of, you know, you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk and you lead by example. And professionally, that has, that's always kind of difficult because sometimes you see people that have so much potential, but they don't see that potential in themselves. And, you know, you, you can't, you can't Mm -hmm. want it for them as badly as you do. They are the ones that have to take the action and make those things happen. And you can't, you can't want it for them. You can want it for them, but you can't do it for them. They have to physically put one foot in front of the other and take the steps to make themselves successful or to get the results that they speak of that they want, you know? Just to interject, I mean, interrupt, but, you know, Winston Churchill, who um, I followed um, one of his great quotes that, um, that have, and if I butcher it, it's, uh, I apologize, but he, he says, the price of greatness is responsibility. Mm-hmm. And part of being a grown up and being responsible is, you know, showing up, you know, doing the things that you say you're going to do. Uh, that's a bit that that's a huge, one. you know, like, you know, like raising my hand, you know, before, you know, I made that change in my life. Uh, you know, my words didn't mask my actions in a lot of ways professionally, you know, and, um, you know, that stems for, a, you know, a bunch of different things. But until you, you know, put on your big boy panties. Um, you know, my man thongs, you know, leopard print kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, you, uh, um, you know, you, you start living the way your life was designed to be. And I really think words match matching actions is just, it is all encompassing in all areas of your life. Uh, you'll from, you know, professionally, your relationships, you know, with your kids, your husband or wife, spouse or significant other or life partner, or, uh, the relationships that you have in the workplace, your friendships, you know, all of those things can a person count on you um, when the going gets tough. I mean, that I mean, the, you know, you know, when people struggle does do your words um and and this is the general thing i am speaking towards you but it's kind of a general thing is like do your words match your actions so if you have and i'm asked like as uh you know a a woman that leads a large group of women when you see that person struggling uh like you what what are the, the the actions that you take to to help them but match what they said they were doing i mean is it have you found it is you know you know just human nature and, you know, people go, you know, go to, you know, the, the place of comfort or the place they've known that they're scared to step outside of that, you know, the fear that leads them instead of running through that fear professionally and just making that leap of faith that 
you've got their back and you're going to show them the way to get it done. What is, what is it like with you when you find, when you identify those people that, you know, those words aren't matching actions and it may be new or someone, uh, however you want to classify what, what, what do you see? What well, do you for do? me, it's, it's the same across the board, whether it be my business and people in my business, or if it's people in my, uh, you know, have direct relationships, whether that be my kids or my husband or anybody in my life, you know, we talk about tough love and that's, I say that with air quotes, but for me, tough love isn't something that I, I like to say, I like to say it's just love, like whether it's tough or whether it's soft, it's love. And the reason that I give people quote unquote tough love is because I care about them. You know, if I'm, if I'm taking the time out of my day to look at, look at what you're doing and, and try to inspire and motivate you then that means I care for you. That means that I, I want better for you than you're giving yourself. Yeah. If you start, if you start, if you start ignoring, yeah, that's, that's when, when you should you start, start worrying. Start yeah, exactly. Worrying. Yeah. Worrying. So Hell yeah. the fact that, yeah. you know, I want to take the time out of my day and focus on someone else and, and love on you, whether you see that as love or not, you might see it as me being coming across, uh, you know, crass or rude, but it's, I don't come out of a place of rudeness. It's that place out of love because I want better for you. And I know that you want better for yourself, especially if you've expressed to me that you want something more for yourself. I'm going to be there and have your back, whether it seems like I do or not, I have your back, but there comes a time when you have to be pushed outside of that box that you're willing to go outside of on your own. You know, we all have that, that level of comfort and that, that security blanket where we're like, Ooh, you know, we test the water with our toe and if it's scared, we come back, you know? So. Right. And that's yeah, okay. Sorry. It's just, it's just, Continue. it's coming from a place of love that I know you want better from yourself. And I don't see you doing the actions you told me that you wanted to do in order to make that happen. Yeah. And it's, it's a very gratifying experience to feel within yourself when you have, you know, put your hand on someone and like, they have taken off and blossomed like the, 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 the coaching that you've given them. And all of a sudden that light goes on and boom, it, they, they take off like a rocket ship and it's, and it just continues to propel itself forward. The, the, the challenges with most people in the vast majority of industries that you're in is that they think they have a strong work ethic, but let me tell you, if you're going to be successful in anything they do in your life, You've got to give up your Saturdays. You've got to give up mm-hmm. your Sundays. You've got to give up, you know, this party, this tailgate. This, there are sacrifices that you have to make um, and do what other people won't right. do to make it. And you'll find that if you, whatever that time frame is, you know, get, you know like the, you know, and, and we both are big fans of, of, of Gary Vee and we t- he talks about being a mm-hmm. practitioner. Uh, you probably hear that all the time and coming full circle with words matching your actions is, is that, you know, if you say you have a strong work ethic, you know, prove it to me, you know, I mean, I, I have, I can't tell you the last time that I saw a 40 hour work week. You know I mean? It it is, I mean, you know, that's like part time. I mean, truly, you know, uh, you know, there might be things that I'm working on differently. It might be at the house, but I'm still engaged. I am still working on my craft professionally away from the business place. 
always networking, always touching people. Always, so you're always mm-hmm. working. And I think a lot of people that are afraid to give up those weekends and all that's fine too, but you know, don't become in the top, you know, 1% in your industry or whatever that percentage is, you know, you can't tell me that. I mean, I, I watch it, you know, I see your podcasts, your video blogs and all the posting that you do, like your words match your actions, which, you know, sets the table for the women that you bring in. And, um, and maybe some men too. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say it's all just women. I wouldn't know that. Uh, are they all just women? My particular the, team is women, their... but there are other men in the industry. Okay. And, yeah. So no one don't want to. Want to uh... <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, for you know, words matching their actions, and you know, we talk about you and I have talked about, and I think we've even talked on the previous podcast about you know this journey that we're on of always trying to be better, you know, and grow and learn and, you know, find new avenues and new ways to get your message out or uh, just learn. I mean, for me, it's never stopping to, to learn more about myself and through books and through podcasts, I learn a lot about myself and, you know, with the words matching my actions, you know, I've really, really hone that in to make sure that I am very conscious and thoughtful before I speak. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was horrible about saying, Hey, give me a feel like I'm really busy around. Give me a little bit. I'll call you back. And then getting busy and not calling that person back. You know, those words aren't matching my actions. And so I had to find a way to make sure that I am, my words that I'm living what we talk about, what I talk about. And so I have these five by seven note cards that I take everywhere with me. It's like, um, you know, if I put it in my phone and my notes in my phone, I'm not going to get to it because the notes on the phone are where places where I journal ideas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But these note cards in hand in my pocket, uh, will make sure that, you know, if you call me or, you know, uh, Tom, calls me and, and I'll say, Hey, Tom, super busy. Let me give you a call back. As soon as I get off the phone, I'll make sure call back Tom, you know, but that's just for me. That's, that's my process because it's very important for my words to match my actions. And, you know, too many people live in this. They lie to themselves. You know, they think that they're working. Oh, hard. for sure. Um, they think that their words are matching their actions. Um, but when their back's against the again, wall though, and, and push comes to shove, it's, I mean, literally the proof is there. Either you, you have a result, you produce a result, or you don't. Winners win, losers yeah. lose, period, point blank, the end. Right. I mean, and it, it, you, you find a way, um, and we don't make excuses. You take ownership of the yes. mess-ups that you have, and you, you've got to own it. I mean, it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. it is. Like, there is nothing more frustrating as when I hear anyone, you know, make an excuse why they failed or they didn't get something done or they didn't do this, they didn't do that. Um, and then I see a Instagram or Facebook post on, you know, 5 p.m. on a Friday and, you know, they're just getting off the 18th green of, you know, playing golf and, oh, I was too busy. Yeah, I didn't have no, whatever it may be, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it is, you know, yes. And 
not the, you know, the, I, we're probably in the minority, the way our mind works and the way I see things. I know I definitely have an outside the box approach to the way I look at my life. Um, at least now I was very insecure and, you know, a people pleaser for a long, long time. But as we discussed, when that transition happened to, you know, not giving an F about what people think about me has made me a better human being because I recognize that, um, you know, I have in a weird way, I have to live the words that I speak. And and I've talked about it before when like the words I put on paper, the things that I articulate, if I'm not living those words, I'm a Mm -hmm. a fraud. And, and, and I guess you could correlate, you know, back to words matching your actions. You're, you're kind of a fraud if your words don't match your actions. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, um, I'm always, we're all work in progress. I'm always concerned about imposter syndrome. Like I'm always worried about, you know, my words matching my actions. And, and what Gary Vaynerchuk says is that social media, you know, isn't good or bad. It just, it is what it is. It exposes us to what we really truly are and is what we're saying and putting out there on social media, how we truly are in person, you know, and I've been, to many events where I have been with, you know, people that I consider famous or people that I really look up to. And then when you meet them in person and they're not what they portray on social media or in, yes. Authenticity, man. Authenticity. It it is the biggest, and that's why I don't like meeting celebrities because I just want to let them live in my dream world, right? What I, what I know of them is, is what they truly are, whether that's the case or not, you know? And so, especially right now with all these, allegations with you know our government officials and the the pedophilia that's going on I mean it's really alarming to hear some of the names that are potentially involved with this and um I'm just gonna put it for the record right now I don't know anything about it uh the Clintons (laughs) Uh, I I know uh after 2016 elections I was so disgusted I used to follow politics very closely was very involved um very independent free mind thinker and didn't classify myself as a Democrat or Republican. I would say that if I'm being honest, like, you know, fiscally I was a little bit more conservative when it came to social issues, uh, more liberal, but uh, yeah, like the stuff that's going on, like I don't pay attention to news. I don't whatsoever. either. My, my husband it would just, it just, I just, I just, I just, it, it I don't mm-hmm. care anymore because it's all negative. No, well, that's nobody's words are matching their actions. They are all a bunch of, they're all beholden to um, the people that are in their pockets. I mean, it, it's okay. That, I'll get on a whole nother tangent on that one, but you talk about famous people. So another Michael Patron story, if I may uh, digress a little bit about a famous person. So I am stand. I'm in uh, Mexico. Where were we? We were, uh, um, Acapulco, Mexico, and this is late 90s, early 2000s, and um, I am standing on a chair, and, um, you know, people around us, and there, you know, there's a, a, people are showing off their t-shirts, I'll just say that, right, Um, you can fill in the, you can fill in the blank with what that is, so, and so I had been drinking all day, and uh, there's this big dude, with this huge tray of fruit that he is just holding next to me. And I see Kiwi 
And I'm like, ooh, kiwi. And I grab it and I just start eating, right? And he and you just he goes, What the? And I look over, it was a Vander Holyfield, the heavyweight oh, champion of the goodness. world. <laughs> that was standing right next to me. And I'm like, I I I, I look at my buddy and I'm like, oh, I do. Am I, 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 I'm like, Mr. Holyfield, I am so sorry, man. Like I didn't mean it. he goes. Hey, kid, it's okay. Let's do it. And so we had, you know, he was eating off his fruit tray. We hit, we hit up a conversation. We hit it off, and he was with his like his group. And long story short, we went out with him that night, and he was the nicest guy on the planet. He he he, you know, he, sp- he speaks real slow, but like it takes forever for a story to get out. But was genuinely as nice, like as intimidating as you would think, like. Like, you know, yeah. the heavyweight champion of the world would look and would present himself. It was totally off. He was like a big I wouldn't know dog. why it would take him um, a while to articulate a story. Not that he's been knocked around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been in the head way too many, too many times. Maybe he had part of his ear bit put <laughs> off by Mike Tyson. You know, um, yeah. And, you know, I have been in situations where you would meet someone and you have this idea in your head yeah. and it's so completely not. And that, it is so disappointing, you know, and he was like, wow, I wish I just never would have mm-hmm. met you because ruined it. now my, you know, it just, just ruined it. But I would say that that is a, you know, for just as many people as may show as a, you know, play the, the bad person and whatnot that have, you know, that are beautiful people anyway. But anyway, we're digressing. So let's transfer, you know, one of the, you know, yeah, I want to say reading and what I've been learning about and, and some of the stuff that we discussed and the couple of videos that I sent you is, um, and it, it actually kind of transitions from, you know, it, it kind of falls in the same ilk, if you will, of um, embracing and being excruciating vulnerable. Vulner- you're having excruciating vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like, when I say excruciating, I mean, just like where it's the real of the real, you know, that you are just being so vulnerable that you are bearing your heart and soul um, and why that is an important practice as we continue to grow and and learn and become better. What? Why do you think, in your opinion, vulnerability and embracing it um, is important in your mind? What, like, I mean, maybe if you have an example of where you hadn't been, but then you had this vulnerability and this happened and how it affected you. I mean, for me, everything I talk about, I feel like relates back to my business because my, and that, and here's the reason why, because my business and who I am as a person are one and the same. I brand myself on who I, who I truly authentically am. But when I first started being on social media and doing live videos and putting myself out there, I, for a while I was myself at the beginning. And then I saw other people that were really successful in my business. And I'm like, well, I've got to do what she's got to do in order to get to the point where she's at. But by doing that, I adopted characteristics that weren't mine that belonged to those other people and I started 
trying, you know, kind of sensationalizing them and trying to be like them and do their mannerisms and say things that they were saying, thinking that that was ultimately the key to success and the key to get where they were. But what I didn't realize is that they didn't get to where they are by pretending to be someone they're not. You know, these people are radically authentic. They're 100% themselves. And that's now what I have learned is the success or failure of business. And you can also relate that into life because I found that by being myself and it's not comfortable to put yourself out there, especially on social media. If you are doing so on some sort of a social media platform or a public platform, because you are subject to such awful evil criticism and it's crippling at times. But if you can get past that and realize that what you're doing in the, in the, words and the content that you're putting out for other people to see and hear is more of an inspiration to more way more people than it is for people to come be a troll and be rude and criticize you for what you've put out there in the world and by doing that you're helping so many more people learn to be them off learn to be their authentic selves and not have to hide behind this curtain you know like the wizard of oz and pretend to be this big personality if that's not who you are and I thought in order for me to be successful that I had to I had to have this big giant personality and I had to be super loud and boisterous that's just not who I am I'm a total introvert and I I'm a wallflower to be honest with you but you would never know that because I work from my home and I work from behind a computer or from behind a phone like I don't have to be out in in public dealing with people and I'm the shyest person when I get out but I think sometimes people expect something different from me because I am, you know, when I'm recording my videos and things, I can, I can just be free because I don't have an audience there to judge me in person. It's just the number on the screen, you know? So, but it's interesting because I really truly enjoy public speaking and that's in front of people, tons of people. I just got done speaking in front of 2000, yeah. more than 2000 people in a room and it was so exciting because I just got up there and talked to them like they were my friends. And I can do that because I know some of them know me personally. And I don't ever want to be that person that is portrayed as something that they're not. Kind of what we just got done talking about. You know, I want you to see me and know what you're going to get. And and if you can be that person and let, I always say, let your freak flag, freak flag fly. Then, they, you know, people know what, to, what they're going to get when they come to you. And that's also going to keep certain types away from you that may not mesh well with you. And that's just going to save you time in the long run that you don't have to discern whether you could potentially be friends with someone or that you could do business with someone because you already know that they're not your jam, you know? So, um, right. Well, it's because you've, 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 you're authentic and vulnerable with yourself. And so you, you identify those people that are just full of shit and me. And you can tell like for me anyway, when I was trying to do something like it just, that wasn't myself, yeah people can freaking see right through that you guys like don't try to put on this facade that you are not this person that you are pretending to be because people know especially people that know you personally are like who in the world or if you try to if you make a post that's you know you stole from somebody else like this happens in my business a lot and you use their words verbatim like people know that's not how you talk i mean it's it's essentially you know <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah, totally, totally get it. And uh, and going back, you know, with vulnerability, that is, I think, I'm making an assumption here, but I think my assumption is probably accurate. That I think that 
Well, actually, you know what? I know it's accurate just because of being the proof being in the pudding with um, you know, some of the sites that we run is that um, women have just as much problems with it, but being vulnerable is, is by nature easier for a female because they're willing to open up and share. Um, for men, I think that vulnerability plays upon ego and fear probably to, you know, you know, for everything, you know, men's got to, man's got to be strong. They got to be tough. They can't, they can't Can't cry. You know, they can't be vulnerable. You know, they can't have feelings. They can't, you know, uh, now there is times and place for that. You know, I mean, if something tragic happens, you know, like for me, I'm, I'm going to step up and that my mind, boom, it's, I'm going to disconnect from a tragic situation to be that rock for the people that need me. That's just my nature. But when it comes to being, um, having vulnerability, uh, that was, you know, the number one A, B, and C reason why I was able to make that shift in my life because pride got in the way. I was too prideful to, let go of that person I was and embrace the vulnerability and be authentically honest with myself, you know, and, you know, I, being vulnerable as a man, I think, you know, really takes a lot of courage and anyone, it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable, to expose, you know, a truth about you that you think, people will judge, judge you harshly on. Um, but what I don't think a lot of people realize is that everybody's fucked up. You know, everyone has, you know, you know, you know, glass, you know, person in glass houses can't throw stones. Right. So everyone has that. And if you have the courage to be vulnerable, you're, you know, making that next step. And, you know, with that, um, you know, you have to, you have to be willing to be like, have courage to know that you're imperfect and know that um, vulnerability and sharing those imperfections is, is almost perfect in a way because it's, 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 you're letting go of that person that you once were and creating this foundation of something beautiful that can develop from it. And, you know, I really think from, you know, embracing vulnerability that you have the, um, uh, the, yes. are you back? Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. Where did you, you leave off, but you'll have to pick up. But anyway, uh, sorry guys, we got disconnected there for a minute by Miss Ashley, but she is back with us. Um, you know, I think that, you know, with that vulnerability, you know, when you're able to be, it allows you to, you have a sense of worthiness and um, it's uh, to be compassionate and really to have true connections with your friends, with your family, with your loved ones, with someone who is maybe a love interest. And, you know, that is, you know, you're, you're starting to, to lean into, you know, joy in your life, you know, and have gratitude for those things that happen from having vulnerability. I think that that is a choice um, that 
we all have to make. Uh, you, you come to that crossroads where you either are going to be a stubborn mule and, you know, not let that vulnerability flag fly, if you will, that freak vulnerability flag. Um, because there's so many other things that, that come from that, from some of the stuff that I've been paying attention to, you know, the, you know, the flip side of people that are unwilling to have vulnerability, it's, it's because they, they don't have a feeling of, of, of belonging. They feel that if they share these things, that they're not going to belong, that people are going to look at them differently, Um, which it may happen. But at the end of the day, F those people. They weren't, they weren't a a friend of yours anyway, you know, Um, you know, that that's, um, you know, and other things, you know, when you, you having vulnerability you know you feel a sense of worthiness with the people you're around and and when the opposite side of that is when some of those addictive behaviors come in when people start using medication and pills and and booze to you know medicate whatever shame or pain that they have because they're unwilling to be honest and vulnerable with themselves first and foremost before you put it out to um you know the the public yeah and I've talked about it time and time again about, you know, you can't lie to that person looking yourself back into mm-hmm. the mirror, you know, and falling in love with yourself again. And it's a practice and uh, circling back vulnerability. And, you know, when I first just, as I, as I said, is, you know, unzip my pants and let my tallywhacker hang out, like, and shared with the world, you know, what my struggles were, that was so liberating on so many levels and I did it first and foremost for me and me alone because it needed to be said because it held my feet to the fire and um, you know, it was a a killing off of one person and development of another, but you know, the, and we've talked the things that happened, you know, post, you know, from that has been just a complete alteration and setting and charting the course of my life. And some of the most amazing and beautiful things that have come from the vulnerability. And, you know, it's amazing when you have that vulnerability that the, some, even a completely you know, unexpected is new interest that came from that, you know, new ideas, new thoughts, new, people coming into my life, new people that inspire me, you know, like you, Ashley, you, when we, before we even met, uh, when you thought I was some sort of stalker guy, um, you know, that, um, uh, that you, us having the, you know, communicating and, and finding similarities in the way that we view the world, um, is really, really cool. And I wish that, all of the people that are listening and, you know, everyone that, you know, if you can grab a hold of these little, these little things that make you a better human being, starting with, you know, as we talked about, you know, words matching your actions, that is just uh, to the core fundamental. And, and, you know, uh, it had been called out to me several years ago about, you know, a man, um, you know, sticks to his words and your words aren't matching your actions. I had said that I was going to do something, it would get done, but it would be like two or three days later. And I realized that, you know, the process is that that's just not, you're not, 
doing yourself any, you know, service. You are hiding from those things. And when vulnerability breaks, um, you know, and I don't know how it was for you. I know what your real change was over the Christmas holiday that that was, you know, you realized that, you know, I need to change the way I'm doing things for my family. But, you know, there is a vulnerability that an authenticity that you have that uh, resonates uh, when you watch you on film, when you watch you speak. And it's just, like you say, just being real, being yourself. And that translates when people see that it's it, as we talked about, if people would have already called you out, right. If you were a fraud, you know, and that's a big deal because, you know, as I talk to people, I'm like, if you want to know about me, like unfiltered, just go, you know, look at my old Facebook posts and some of the stuff that you know, I'm, I'm bearing my soul out there, you know, and um, I rest my head on the pillow at night for the few hours of sleep that I get, you know, knowing that I'm doing my very best every day to live the words that I speak and to, to have those words beat my action uh, words, matching my actions and having vulnerability and, and showing those things is it's been freeing. And it really um, is. It's super liberating. That's the word I like to use because it's, I mean, that's just what it is. It's so liberating to not have to worry about filtering what you say and being someone that you truly aren't for fear of exposure later, you know? That's you're absolutely right. I mean, that the, the, the fear that I lived in for so many years with, you know, uh, you know, really kind of living a lot, my life as a fraud, you know, I mean that, I mean, you know, and, and making that, that transition to change, it's all different for everybody. But when you come to that crossroads or, you know, it's, or, you know, you know, within yourself that you're not being honest with to one SOB that you talk to, that you are just bullshitting. And we all know those people that, you know, what a pleasant change would be if someone makes a mistake and they raise their hand and says, Hey boss, it was me. I made the mistake. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I own it and uh, I'll get it fixed. And this is what I've done differently or whatever. I mean, it's just, well, it's the same way with raising kids. You know, we teach our kids to own up to their mistakes instead of lying about things. And so we as adults should follow the same suit, even if it's not a mistake, just being like, you know, I wasn't truly myself. I wasn't my authentic person and own it, you know, and then the consequences are probably a lot less. Up. Yeah. Anytime you own your st- stuff, even, even if, you know, and, and I talked about this in one of my, uh, one of my writings is, um, you know, if you have a, let's call it a character flaw, uh, which we all do, but like you embrace that and so just, I'm going to own it. You know, that's who I am. I'm going to own it. It's, it's not for everyone, but this is me. So be it. So own it. So whatever, even, you know, those character flaws. And, and, and that is so subjective of what a character would flaw yeah. would be. Uh, but, you know, uh, for the purposes of this conversation is that, you know, when you talk about letting your freak flag fly and just being yourself, um, you know, good, bad, and, and ugly. I, you know, the, I try to be, um, no, I am. I don't try. I am 
like what you see is what you get. Um, my life is an open book. You know, if, if you ask me a question, you're going to get a thoughtful response. Um, and it's going to be the truth. Uh, for years, I was afraid to, to do that because of a fear of judgment. But, you know, as we talked about having that, you know, hurdles uh, of the work that you have to put in to not care what other people think. Guys, ladies, gentlemen who are listening, and uh, Ashley, if you want to add to it, like for me, um, it helped me uh, stand up for myself more uh, to say no um, because I was a yes man for so long. And, uh, and being able to uh, someone saying something derogatory and, and just like they have zero impact on my happiness and joy. You know, how was it, how was it for you when, you know, you know, as we've talked about, you know, words matching actions and vulnerability and moving kind of to a subject we've covered a little bit, but not giving a crap what people think about you. Um, how did that change your life? Well, I think really it was very similar to what you just said. You know, I, you don't waste your time caring about people that their opinions don't matter. You know, your opinions don't pay my bills. And the less you can give your headspace to those people, the better. You have a little bit of an echo right yeah. now. I don't know where you may have stepped to. You, there's an echo that's coming through. Yeah, this ever since I came back why. in. What's ever that? Ever since I left and came back into the podcast. Okay, now I can hit. Now you're fine. There was no echo. It was just an echo for a few seconds. So you're good. Uh, go ahead, what you're saying. But I don't know if we've ever talked about it on this podcast before. But if you think about the movie Eight Mile, at the end where, well, throughout the movie, Eminem is just getting beaten to a pulp, and he's terrified to go on stage. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the movie... I love this analogy. I love this analogy. So dope. At the end, he goes up on stage, and before they can lay all of his shit out on the line, he does it for them. And so that basically leaves the other rapper flabbergasted and with no content to come back at him with and so it's a total right. mic drop moment and he just owns it and then that's what he did for the rest of his career and that's why he was wildly famous yeah that that's that is probably one of the like goosebump moments in a raw real scene where he you know eminem just says you know you know i am this and then this and this and i do you know cracker and blah 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 and you know now what else you got to say and throws the mic and, and then he praises, but I know something you don't know, you know, and yeah, like, great analogy. If people have seen eight mile, the end of that is just that being authentic, being real vulnerability and not caring at all. Maybe, maybe those, all those I things. So, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it, it just, it, it's, uh, or we've made it. Um, interwoven in this conversation uh, but uh, any other topic that you would like uh, to cover for our audience anything that's been on your mind Miss Ashley any uh, no any those two actually were really on the front of my brain and I'm glad that we got to discuss these yeah me too um, 
there's a couple books that uh, I'm getting ready to read and I'm looking forward to diving in and, you know, we touched on vulnerability and um, for those of you who don't know, that's that vulnerability is uh, Brene Brown and who is an author. And if you haven't heard of her, uh, go YouTube. There's a couple Ted talks that talk about vulnerability and shame. Um, you know, we didn't touch upon the shame portion because I really want to read the book first and get a full uh, perspective. But then there's another book and uh, written by my author that uh, uh, was life-changing for me on Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul. He's got the surrender experiment and uh, I'm going to read that as well. And, um, and uh, if he is, if the book is anywhere near what, the untethered soul was for me. And by the way, Miss Ashley, I know you're still on chapter three. The next time we talk, you need to be at least chapter oh, seven. Man. We're calling you out. We're calling you out. We're calling you. <laughs> There's out. another book by Brene Brown that I really enjoy. It's called Dare to Lead. Yeah, the one I'm getting ready to lead is. Uh, uh, I thought it was just me, but it <laughs> isn't. Um, so it's uh, about uh, what will people think. I am enough. Uh, this was given to me by uh, a friend of mine who I respect highly, and I'm looking forward uh, to, to to learning more about uh, Brene Brown. But hey, guys, ladies and gentlemen, sorry about some of the audio difficulties. Again, have a great weekend. We appreciate you uh, taking time to listen to Show Me Motivation uh, for Ashley Prieto. Uh, Michael Patron, peace out. Going to leave you with a little landolin. Woo! Have a great weekend, y'all.